What's up, guys? Coach D here. I wanted to go over uh, in-season training with Hanson Athletics and why we feel it's important that you continue to train throughout the season. So I've had some great questions from parents, uh, concerns that were brought up, and I wanted to make this video to address some of those. So when we talk about in-season training as we transition into fall sports, we have a lot of athletes that are going into uh, soccer season, football season, volleyball season. And I want to talk about how we approach this and some of the aspects we look at. So Although this isn't an amazing drawing, hopefully it gets the point across. Uh, our job at Hans Athletics is to understand what the demands are of the athlete outside of our walls. So obviously you have your sport and any training programs that are required of the athlete outside of our walls. So what we do is either through working specifically with the coach if they're open to it, or communicating with the athletes, um, if, if they aren't open to sharing, uh, this allows us to get a good idea of what they're doing uh, with their school training, uh, what's happening in sport, at practice, and then we can start to build out what's important for our athletes uh, inside here when they come into Hans Athletics. So what we have found is that a lot of high school programs, at least in our area, are pouring a lot of effort into the strength bucket as well as uh, conditioning, which I don't even have up here because we don't find that to be uh, as important to what we do in here. We want to build fast, strong, quick athletes, and the conditioning usually works itself out through actual sport. Okay, So once we get into this strength bucket, we also find typically a lot of the efforts are focused on the concentric. So one of the muscle patterns or, or firing actions that a muscle can do is a concentric. Uh, simply that's to lift the load. So when you think about a traditional athlete coming in, doing a back squat, lifting heavy and trying to drive the bar upwards. So uh, what needs to be considered though in our program as we are an extra added onto this load here is how we can start to fill, fill these other buckets appropriately. Okay, so what we do in here during the season is we make sure to keep up on speed and agility training but also down into the control side. So we'll find that in sport practice, they'll get some of this. But what we notice is they don't actually get to the top speeds very often in practice. So that's going to uh, be one of the traits that we work on in here that will diminish the quickest is actually their ability to run quickly, uh, run fast, keep their top speeds high. Uh, that'll go away quickly because in sport, like I said, they don't get a lot of reps of actually running full speed because they're, they're playing a sport. Football is traditionally played at 14 to 16 miles per hour based on the GPS data. So when they come in, we have to keep up their ability to run fast and move quickly. Uh, that's going to tie into the, the central nervous system here in a second. And on top of that, like I just said, actually controlling that speed and putting it together on the field. Within strength, we actually will work on a couple different things here. Uh, on the field in season, we find that they get naturally a lot of movement that is eccentric focused and concentric. But there's not a lot of time spent uh, in, the, in the high school weight room typically or on the field in any isometric work. So we'll do uh, different variations of ISO work in here during the in-season. This also shouldn't beat up the athlete as much. But it, again, this will stimulate the CNS central nervous system. Plyometrics, intensive and extensive. Uh, the difference between those being intensive being uh, think about lifting a really heavy weight once. So a higher intensity plyometric, uh, think about dropping from high distances, jumping over high things. 
And then extensive is going to be a lot of what we do in our prep and our warm-up, and that's going to be pogo, small jumps, uh, anything to do with skipping, bounding uh, at lower intensities. That's going to be extensive. And we want to keep that volume up so that when our athletes are not are on the field, they're not getting worn out, A, getting shin splints or any of those tiny soft tissue injuries that come from not having enough uh, work here. Okay. And then lastly, this is a really important bucket during the season is keeping up mobility and flexibility, making sure they're moving through ranges of motion and patterns that they aren't necessarily getting on the field or uh, in their high school weight, weight room program. At the end of the day, all of these point back to the central nervous system. Uh, are our athletes ready to fire, ready to fire at a high efficiency and uh, repeat that action multiple times? What you'll find is recovery can be tougher So a lot of our uh, during the season, so a lot of our work is making sure it's low volume, sometimes high intensity based on where their games are that week, but we're allowing the athlete to uh, fill some of these buckets but also get the recovery work in necessary to keep that CNS uh, up, ready to fire, and uh, capable. Think of it as a battery, right? And when they are training, going to sport, everything is going to cost a little bit of percentage. They need to make sure that they are charging back up. Uh, also, obviously, nutrition and sleep come into this equation. But a lot of our thought pattern is how can we use what we're doing in here, fill some of these buckets that aren't getting filled uh, typically in their high school weights program, and then make sure the athlete is also recovered to perform well uh, in their games, whether that's on the weekend or whether that's during the week. So these are all thoughts that go into what we're doing with the athletes here. Uh, obviously, when athletes walk in, we, we know our, all our athletes well enough to see how they're carrying themselves, if they have any complaints about their body. Uh, as they come in, each one of those complaints is addressed. And we're also asking questions to figure out where they're at on the recovery scale. Because most important is to keep the athlete on the field and maintain their capabilities that they've worked on uh, throughout the offseason, throughout the season. So typically the team that's the healthiest and, and able to still uh, move at an efficiency and level that they were in the offseason, uh, that's the team that's going to be showing up really well at the end when it matters. So hopefully this answers questions. If you guys have any further ones, send them over. Thanks for your time today. We made it. Thanks for listening to the episode. If you have any further questions, please reach out via any social media channels or our website and make sure to check out our on-site and online training options. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to the episode. If you have any further topics you'd like to discuss, let us know and we'll make sure to cover them. Thank you.